Are you listening? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Binkowski Broadcast. I got my man Adam Kumas with me here today. How you doing, Adam? Good, man. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. Thank you very much. Uh, some would say, or some would call it, here we go 2.0. Uh, you could say uh, by the time by the time you guys watch this episode, uh, there's obviously going to be a new president in America. Uh, who that's going to be, we don't know. Although we probably, unfortunately, do. <laughs> um, but um, like you know, what's recently been happening? Obviously, all the the the, the new lockdown, the new rules. Everyone's everyone got hit with it we we thought that this is like sort of trick and treat trick or treat on a halloween uh because that's when it was announced but um unfortunately it wasn't um so what do you think about it like do you think are you fed up with it um how you feel about it we talking about lockdown too yeah 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 it's uh it's 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 depressing isn't it for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it depends which one you're going because there's part of me that's like, oh, we need to do it. And it is, you know, it's necessary. And there's a good Samaritan citizen part of me that's just like, oh, I should definitely be doing this and everything else. And obviously you have to do it, but it's kind of, and then there's another part of just that's really sort of disappointed with the fact that we need to go into a second lockdown, both on a, uh, economic scale, like everyone's jobs will be put at risk. A lot of my, uh, friends and family, their jobs have been put at risk again because of this. Yeah. Um, uh, and just seeing how, you know, the WHO has even said that lockdown should be like a last solution, like a final resort because they're they a very blood They did. That was very interesting because, you know, mm. I think, I've, I mean, it's such a, di- it's such a um, dynamic situation where, you know, you have different rules or different advice every fucking week. And, mm. and, and obviously a lockdown puts so much strain economically on a country is like, I mean, UK, UK is already fucking struggling. I would say, I mean, not only do you have the virus, you also have the Brexit and, and dealing with both at the same time and the economic like strain and everything. And you obviously feel it. Um, and you also, you, you can also, uh, feel it or see it by, um, people's response on like social media. Like I, I think people are, fed up with it all and and you know not only this whole year has been shit pretty much uh <laughs> to put it lightly to put it lightly oh no there was there was there was the forest fires they seem like a positive at this point <laughs> give me the positive the forest fires in australia like that beginning that, yeah that, and that was like the worst thing and like now that i look back at that fondly going oh if only we can go back to the forest fires <laughs> that were destroying parts of australia <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, it's like, obviously everyone's fed up. Are you like, have you, have you been sort of feeling the same, like just being on social media and, and seeing similar response? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's just, we were just getting back to some sort of normality with, you know, the, with the tier system and being able to go out and socialize and you know get back into our normal routines and you know from a very selfish point of view i was able i was going back out and starting to gig again in yeah. establishments which were 
um, certified COVID safe, where they were doing everything they could in their power to make sure everything was completely above board, keeping things, people very spaced out, um, nobody ordering from a buy, everyone ordering it from the app, everyone signing in, doing track and trace before they even enter the, the venue. Um, whenever you're walking around in circulation areas, you must be wearing masks. There's hand sign it, sanitizer everywhere. Um, they even do temperature chest, uh, tests, uh, temperature ch- checks before you, when you go in. So yeah, they were doing yeah. everything they could to make sure that the business could, like this is the comedy club I work for, uh, go work, you know, MC at as Foxhall Comedy Club. They were doing everything in their power to make sure that they could operate really yeah. um, and just survive because lots of clubs and loads of businesses are, are shutting down. And, you know, they said, you know, the ones who did survive or managed to scrape through this lockdown will probably put the, will put be the final nail of the coffin for them. And it's just so disappointed to see that happening and for us still just to go into another lockdown it's kind of it erases all the stuff um especially when you kind of go oh but you know you can't go to pubs restaurants or clubs or anything that's not essential but you can go to the office yeah you can go to school coronavirus doesn't doesn't seem to uh be affecting a professional environment well no because i've actually looked into this because i was a bit skeptical at first but it turns out the coronavirus hates learning it's a very oh, there ignorant virus. There you go. Yeah. It doesn't like any form of education. It hates work. Um, which it is, only wants to party. Which is surprising if you uh, allegedly, uh, you know, it allegedly comes from China and they are all about learning and, you know, excelling. Are you making a generic, are you making a racist, a positive racist statement about all of Chinese people? I respect everyone. Uh, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out Because you shouldn't discriminate and assume everyone in China is educated, Simon. Even though, even that's positive discrimination. Some of them might be idiots. <laughs> I, don't know, know, I, don't, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> well, you know, everyone, if we can be racist, it can, at least it can be like saying that everyone in China is really, really smart. Yeah. Uh, we should probably fucking stop with that theme because it's every fucking episode now. <laughs> It's getting ridiculous. When are you getting your sponsorship from the uh, totalitarian <laughs> government? I don't know. I'm still waiting for that email, man. I'm disappointed. You should have the Chinese flag waving on the front of the podcast. I, I have this great friend behind me, so I think I think he's protecting me from for now. But yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it is disappointing, man, isn't it? It's very yeah. upsetting. Yeah, actually, I was I was gonna ask you because obviously you you know you 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 just started going back and like into go- doing gigs and and you know carrying on with your um, stand up comedy. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, what does all of it mean again for comedy clubs? Obviously, obviously, they will have to shut down and and yeah, have they really? Oh, how, put, let me put it differently. How much have they been feeling the impact of it, essentially? They've felt it really, really hard. It's It's been very tough on them. Um, again, I can only... I mean, I know this is the case for the general industry and we're part of the uh, London Comedy Association, um, which is all about comics. The Live Comedy Association, even, sorry. Um, the LCA... And they obviously give us updates about what's happening with all the with all the sort of updates with the, with the coronavirus. It's they've definitely been affected by it. I can only speak for the club that I work at with Vauxhall because there's an increased cost, isn't there? 
when it comes to yeah. making a place COVID safe. Yeah. There is an increased cost from everything from additional staff to screen people to make sure you've got people ensuring that all the surfaces are constantly wiped every sort of 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, ensuring that you've got masks available in case someone turn up and they don't want a mask and you want, you want them to, you, you want to allow customers to be able to come in and purchase yeah. stuff. There's not being able to go to the bar. So now everyone has to, they have to do table service. That's an increased cost. Yeah. When the customer would see previously go up to the bar and order. Yeah. So it is, and also you can only sell, you can sell only a fewer, you can sell, you have to sell fewer tickets because you need to space people out. Social distancing, yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, so it's that trifecta of all of these different things that's making it hard to operate. But, you know, businesses, they find a way and they were finding a way to comply with it um, within the law. And then this now has just shut it down um, and for a month and, you know, I know Boris was like, yeah, it's going to be shut for a month, but Michael Gove, what, very same day, I think it was, or the next day, said, well, it could be longer than a month. So it's not even guaranteed on December 2nd we'll be out of it. It might be, I mean, well, when, this it comes, is it. Yeah. when it comes to that, it's such a sad fucking shambles when it comes to, like, the communication. Because, yeah, that, he did come out and say that the next day. But then the day after that, you had a a statement from like Downing Street saying, and even today or yesterday you had a presentation from um, Boris saying that like it will end on the second. Uh, but then this year, if, if there's anything that this year has shown is like, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Cause like, who knows? If- China. <laughs> I, I hate to go back to China, but they seem to know they're doing really, really well. Like yeah. if you look at the the places in the East, uh, in, in Asia, who are doing really well in terms of they've managed the virus, it's China, Japan, and South Korea. Taiwan, Their ta- 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 nothing. I think Taiwan is doing the best, but obviously they are uh, WHO outcasts, unfortunately. Yeah. But they, yeah, they, haven't had a, they haven't had a case since March, I believe, or something like that. I read it recently. I don't know. Is that because they haven't reported it? <laughs> no, because they um, fucking stopped it. I mean, they are uh, the country that dealt with it the best, but obviously no one wants to acknowledge them. Well, China did it very well as well, but the ways in which it got it done was not the best way. Yeah. Like, allegedly, allegedly, uh, <laughs> people were just locked up in their homes, like actually locked up, like boarded in. And they were just like giving a bit of food and that was it. And as brutal as it was, I guess it was only for two weeks. And then now the country is fine. Whereas over here, you know, in the West, you know, we're all about our rights. Eh, human rights, you can't <laughs> covered. What is that? Oh, that's mean. I should be allowed to walk around and go to the shops and get food to nourish me and my family. Boo hoo. Can you imagine? Can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine boarding up like houses in Croydon? I don't think that would work. People would just boot the fucking door, man. Which part of Croydon are you talking about? Because a lot of them are already boarded up. Exactly. Well, West Croydon, exactly. Your your area, your ghetto. <laughs> Represent. Represent. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's it's tough because obviously in the UK, everyone has, we have too many rights over here, so they can't just lock us in. <laughs> Which I love. I love our freedoms. You know, I do love our freedoms. Please, please don't take them away from us. Um, I, I, I would I would go out on a limb and say that that fucking mustache that you grew changed your character as well. You you coming out with <laughs> you coming out with some shit that I have never heard before from you. <laughs> what removing human rights from the UK citizens? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it is weird. I've, I've definitely taken on a weird, different personality. I don't know whether to keep it or not. Like, I was going to keep it for November, and then everyone I've met has just said, get rid of it. Uh, mate, like, if you were an asshole before, you graduated to a prick now. So, I don't there know. I don't know if you oh, if you crazy. if you want to keep it or not. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I mean, it, it, why not? No, no one's going to see it. I'm going to be indoors for the next month. Yeah, exactly. And and you have to wear a mask outside anyway, so you might as well. That is so true. Just grow it out. Just do like a do like a Chuck Norris extra type of thing, and just like really grow it out. Then you can braid <laughs> it. Oh, <laughs> gross. You can and, do that. You're the and, one with the beard, mate. And when you when you drink milk, you're gonna have a nice milk mustache. It's gonna be nice, man. There's 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 beautiful years ahead of you. <laughs> I'm able to uh, drink without it getting on the mustache. Well, grow it longer. We'll see. We'll see. Has but, there um, has there has there been a? I mean, you've obviously started doing gigs uh i know it's gonna stop now but you've done a fair bit um mm. since um since the clubs opened up again has there been an influx of like corona and, and politician jokes because of what's happening right now or not yeah a few uh people are obviously talking about it um but i think also people aren't trying to make their whole thing about being stuck indoors because everyone's talking about that and it's a bit boring yeah and obviously people have been thinking about subjects as well comedians have been thinking about subjects they want to joke about for the last six or seven months and they've <laughs> written they've written them down and they've just kind of gone i want to try these jokes rather than just my indoor jokes and stuff yeah so obviously yeah, there's a little bit of that there's definitely a bit of stuff on the coronavirus there's Have people been responding well to it or is everyone like is is now the time essentially because you know whenever it's like something bad happens there's usually like a period where it isn't necessarily okay to talk about it because everyone's still sensitive about it and stuff and then it, people are finally fine if, if the thing is if you're brave in the pandemic, are they able to laugh at it if you're, if you're brave yeah think of it this way if you're like and this is what i found from the audiences if they're braving the pandemic to come out and go to a comedy club they're willing to laugh at everything they're not that's the thing actually you know what's really interesting the only ones who are willing to come out during the pandemic to watch comedy are the ones who are really up for a laugh so there's very <laughs> there's far fewer people going excuse me that offended me didn't like that because that person's at home tweeting right whereas the people who come out <laughs> out of their little hermit crabs to actually see live comedy they've got a sense of humor because they've they've put that on the priority list yeah so yeah, it's actually you. We're getting a better quality of people. Um, only the ones who really want to see it, essentially. That's good. That's good. Mm. Have there have there been any have there been any um, you know like well big established clubs that shut down because of the pandemic, because of the lockdown and and the virus and everything? No, well, I think the government's given some money to certain clubs. So I think Up the Creek in London's doing okay. Uh, the Comedy Store's doing okay. Uh, and the uh, hot water comedy up in the north is doing all right. Frog and Bucket, Frog and Bucket, I think from my heard is struggling in Manchester. They, they didn't get any funding, um, which is fucking awful. Those are those are like the the top UK comedy clubs, I assume. Yeah, some of the big ones. Yeah, I think the the stand up in Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Newcastle, they're doing okay. But again, they're they're just sort of scraping by. I think I think the only good thing with comedy clubs are is that. Comedy, well, comedy clubs in general, yeah. like comedy as a as a as a genre or as a arts is one of the only things that doesn't get funded by councils. 
Like you see all the How time far? that count. Why? Because because it's seen as like a lo- the lowest form of fucking entertainment. Like you'll you'll see like uh, pantos and musicals and songs and and plays uh, funded by the count by local councils, but you'll never see a stand up night. That's uh, so stupid. Like it's so popular everywhere. Obviously, like yeah. I would say that it's extremely popular. No, but it's, it's, uh, who, who is it? Stuart Lee had a really funny bit about it. He was like saying like stand-up comedy has always has always been um, like an independent capital thing. Like it, it, it was like it was laughing at who was it? It was laughing at like for example, like you you know when you see like a one man or a one woman show and it's it's in an art it's in the local theatre and it's been funded by the council and he goes. Yeah, you're only doing that because because you can't afford to raise money yourselves. Like comedy from the day one is hustlers putting on a show in a pub or somewhere, getting real punters in and actually laughing, making a profit. And yeah. that because it's not artistic, it's just what's funny. It's not about and how did that one make you feel? You know, it's not like that. It's more it's more actually just in your face. I think yeah. council and also like if if a joke's a bit rude or a bit offensive, councils can't be seen to be funding that. That is stupid. Mm-hmm. I really don't get it. I really don't get it. Like, it's such a great form of entertainment. Mm. Yeah, I agree, man. But I don't. I think you and I are a bit more in tune with it. And, you know, you know, we watch, you know, comedy specials on Netflix and we appreciate, you know, and other places, YouTube, we know that there's, you know, these clubs on the circuit are important to allow people to get to that point where they can be on TV. Do you think, think it's a generation average- thing? I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's just still on the fringe. I think comedy's always been on the fringe, always has been. I think it always will be because I read I read an article on I think it was on Chortle, and they were saying how the average person, just Joe Blogs, not you or me, just the average person, they will they go to ten pin ten pin bowling more than they do to a comedy club. Wow. Okay. You gotta think, when was the last time you went bowling? Fucking three years ago? Ten years ago, mate. <laughs> there you go. So the average person does goes bowling bowling more often than they go to comedy. That is so stupid. Like that's it does seem like a generation thing, and it's just so annoying from our perspective that it's just not seen for what it is. It's like mm. it's like for a long time in the beginning of like if you compare it to rap music, for example, rap mm. music was always put to the side as like no one listens to it, uh, it's not popular. And yeah. and you know it's like always on the sidelines. But when you look Cream. at all the when you look at all the rankings and everything, it's always been outperforming everything else. And I and I almost feel mm. like this is similar with comedy, um, mm. because people want to watch it. Like it's like you know there's people want to laugh. People yeah, exactly. There's so like much bad shit out there where it's just like you yeah. do want to watch it. You do want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's um, it's a shame. It's definitely a shame. Uh, <sighs> You know, you think you're making progress and you're getting yourself back out there. And this is this goes for anyone. It's not just me or you. I think it's just anyone who feels that we're getting back to some level of normality. Yeah. That's all just been erased. Yeah. Like we we went we went we you know we went to the pub uh, to, to in the morning to like write a sketch together, and obviously we're all safe and we'd all you know we're all adhering to all the rules. Yeah. Um, and you know that was I remember sitting there and I was just saying to you, oh, that this just feels nice. It feels like an extra, le- you know feels like this is normal yeah uh, and then that's now just been removed so yeah and that pub's going to be hurting the people that are working there the staff workers they're going to be hurting you know everyone who's 
a lot of businesses are just affected by this you know absolutely hmm. I, I, obviously obviously all a lot of businesses will take a hit but if if i can say anything is that i urge anyone listening to it watching watching it is that whenever when when the lockdown finishes is you know help like in, help those businesses by going there again and and obviously yeah. safe wear masks sanitize and everything because that's going to be with us for another couple of years probably uh yeah. but places are places like that are needed and and you know and and it's all doom and gloom it might sound like all doom and gloom but uh there's there's, there's better times ahead i think <laughs> i'm i'm just i'm just really interested to see because obviously that we're putting it we're doing this circuit breaker even though it's you know a month long total lockdown. Yeah. it's kind yeah. of still a, it's like a long circuit break um what the government and what they've all been saying that what the government needs to do is continue to improve the test and trace stuff yeah, yeah. um putting other stuff and they're not this isn't supposed to be used as a way to eradicate the virus and if you look at like japan south korea and china they basically well at least south korea and japan they've definitely found ways to live with the virus and they've kept it super low yeah yeah so i think that's what we just need to get on top of as a, as a country or as a society which is just focusing on being able to live with the virus but being smart about it if that makes sense yeah, we just need to learn from our mistakes and mistakes of others as well. It's like, if, I mean, it just seems that we haven't learned from mistakes that we've that we've had, uh, yeah. and that's why this freaking lockdown is is happening again. And yeah. we haven't learned from mistakes of other countries, but yeah. we just got to deal with it now. And that's it. What are you, What are your plans during lockdown? Are you You got to try and get a PlayStation, right? PS Five, you can get one. <laughs> <laughs> uh if i can if i can for sure uh i do want to get it i do really want to get it uh we might do another we might do another episode on it next week um about mm. playstation and, and stuff like that but i i don't know I'll just work man obviously unfortunately i'm not gonna be furloughed uh hopefully <laughs> it seems like it uh, so just work on work on this and 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 do my do my work. Yeah, and get PS Five again <laughs> and lose some yeah. weight. Oh, me too. Rather than gain. <laughs> Look at that! It's awful. I mean, it suits your mustache. Thanks. <laughs> that's a that's a thumbnail picture right there. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, let's end this show <laughs> with this beautiful face that's going to yeah, haunt you. I, uh, I know it looks awful, and I just want to keep it just because now. You should. It suits your personality yeah. for sure. That's that's why I was ripping ripping on myself in my last sketch. Yeah, um, on Adam Kumar's on YouTube, as as people can see. There right behind go. you there's a really mm. really subtle uh product placement or, so or subtle. plug plug but no subtle make sure you guys check it out because it's worth it uh and if you want to see that mustache again check adam's latest sketch <laughs> i would say that they won't watch it then <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to watch if you don't want to see the mustache again check out my videos because most <laughs> of them i don't have a mustache i only have a mustache on one of my videos okay so please make sure you only watch 
any one apart from the latest one. Unless you want to see me take the piss out of the moustache, then that's the latest one. Anyway, that's it. There you go. Thank you guys for <laughs> listening. Thank you, Adam, for that uh, beautiful ending and product placement. Thank you. And I'll Take catch care. you in the next one. Take care. Bye. Yeah, Bye-bye.